Hello, everyone. This is Entrepreneurs of Faith, a Sunday episode of Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gulliam, your host. Today, we're going to talk about how to forgive. There was a man named John who was deeply in love with his wife, and they were expecting their first child. The night before the baby was to be born, there were complications. The only doctor was somewhere in the countryside tending to the sick. After many hours of labor, the condition of the mother-to-be became desperate. Finally, the doctor was located. In the emergency, he acted quickly and soon had things in order. The baby was born and the crisis, it appeared, was over. Some days later, the young mother died from the very infection the doctor had been treating at another home that night. John's world was shattered. As the weeks wore on, his grief festered. He said that doctor should not be allowed to practice. He brought that infection on my wife. If he had been careful, she would be alive today. He thought of little else. In his bitterness, he became threatening. Today, no doubt, he would have been pressed by many others to file a malpractice lawsuit. A church leader asked to speak with him. The counsel was simply, John, leave it alone. Nothing you do about it will bring her back. Anything you do will make it worse. John, leave it alone. This became his trial, his Gethsemane. How could he leave it alone? Right was right. A terrible wrong had been committed, and somebody must pay for it. Finally, he determined that he should be obedient, follow the counsel of the church leader, and leave it alone. It was not until he was an old man that he could finally see a poor country doctor, overworked, underpaid, run ragged from patient to patient with little medicine, no hospital, few instruments, struggling to save lives and succeeding for the most part. The doctor had come in a moment of crisis when two lives hung in the balance and had acted without delay. If the young father had not left it alone, it would have ruined his life and the lives of others. Many times he thanked the Lord for the advice of a wise spiritual leader to leave it alone. The source for that story was Boyd Packer. In this episode, I will focus on an important lesson the Savior taught from the cross when he prayed, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And that's from Luke 23, 34. This is not an episode about why we should forgive. We already know that. We want to forgive, and we try to forgive. But sometimes we still see the person who hurt us, and those negative emotions bubble up again. This episode is about how to forgive. Before I begin, I want to make three clarifying points about what forgiveness is not. Number one, forgiveness is not weakness. Gandhi said, the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. Number two, forgiveness is not condoning the wrong that was done to us. It is not saying that what was done is okay. And number three, forgiveness does not mean putting ourselves or others in an unsafe situation again. Jeffrey Holland said, Christ taught, I the Lord will forgive whom I will forgive, but of you it is required to forgive all men. It is, however, important for some of you living in real anguish to note what he did not say, that we are not allowed to feel true pain or real sorrow from the shattering experiences we have had at the hand of another. Nor did he say, in order to forgive fully, you have to re-enter a toxic relationship or return to an abusive, destructive circumstance. 
Now, I will address seven secrets that can help us to forgive. Secret number one, we can choose to love and forgive. Maybe a good first step in the forgiveness process is to write down who we choose to forgive and for what. Then we can write the reasons we love and are grateful for that person. Thomas Monson said, never let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved. In 2004, a group of teenagers used a stolen credit card to buy a 20-pound frozen turkey in Long Island. As they drove, an 18-year-old named Ryan Cushing threw the turkey out of the car and into Victoria Ruvalo's windshield. The impact broke every bone in Ruvalo's face, which required a 10-hour surgery, three titanium plates, and a wire mesh for her left eye socket to correct. The teens were arrested shortly after, and several of them agreed to testify against Ryan. Cushing would have faced up to 25 years in prison if he was convicted. Instead, Ruvalo intervened on his behalf and worked to get him amnesty for the crime, and he was imprisoned for only six months. Ruvalo wrote, quote, Some people couldn't understand why I had gone and done this, but I felt God had given me a second chance, and I wanted to pass it on, unquote. The source for that is the Forgiveness Project and the New York Post. Secret number two of forgiveness is we can replace that darkness and hurt with light and love through acts of kindness. One of the first and best ways to replace darkness with light and love is for us to pray for that person. Matthew 5.44 teaches, quote, Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, unquote. We can pray for Heavenly Father to bless that person. We can express gratitude for the good things the person has brought into our lives. We can pray for strength and courage to forgive. We can tell our Heavenly Father that we have chosen to forgive that person. Then we can pray for our hearts to change, to let go, and ask that we can feel love in place of hurt, sadness, anger, and resentment. We can ask Heavenly Father to help us see that person how he sees them. Matthew also exhorts us to, quote, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, unquote, with a special emphasis on the phrase, do good. I think that's one of the biggest secrets of being able to forgive. Choosing to forgive and let go of the darkness is not enough. We must fill the darkness with light. If someone has hurt us, we can serve them do good to them, and watch as the darkness evaporates and light and love start to increase in the place of the hurt and resentment. Martin Luther King Jr. said, quote, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that, unquote. Mary Johnson lost her son in 1993 after a then-teenage O'Shea Israel got into a fight with him at a party and shot him. Johnson went to visit O'Shea in jail. After their first contact, she said, quote, I began to feel this movement in my feet. It moved up my legs and it just moved up my body. When I felt it leave me, I instantly knew that all that anger and hatred and animosity I had in my heart for 12 years was over. I had totally forgiven him, unquote. The two now live as neighbors in the same duplex, and Johnson has even referred to Israel as son in interviews. The source for that is the Daily Beast. Secret number three of forgiveness is we must forgive others 
so we can be forgiven by the Savior. Matthew 6, 14 through 15 teaches, quote, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses, unquote. Thomas Fuller said, quote, He that cannot forgive others breaks the bridge over which he must himself pass, for every man has need to be forgiven, unquote. In 1918, three law officers were murdered when they attempted to arrest several criminals. Glenn Kempton's father was one of the officers killed. Glenn is my great uncle. The murderers were captured, tried, and sent to prison for life. As a boy, there grew in Glenn's heart a bitterness and a hatred towards Tom Powers, the confessed slayer of his father. One day, Glenn was on a business trip in Arizona and detoured to the prison where Tom Powers was being held. He arrived after visiting hours and spoke with the warden, who arranged the meeting with Glenn and Tom. The two had a long talk, and at the end, Glenn shook Tom's hand and said, quote, with all my heart, I forgive you for this awful thing that has come into our lives, unquote. Glenn says it is a glorious thing when bitterness and hatred go out of your heart and forgiveness comes in. As he walked out of the door and down that long flight of steps, he knew that forgiveness was better than revenge, for he'd experienced it. As he and his wife drove towards home, a sweet and peaceful calm came over Glenn, and he had found a broader, richer, and more abundant life. The source of that is Spencer W. Kimball in The Miracle of Forgiveness. Secret number four of forgiveness is we can remember that everyone makes mistakes, especially ourselves. We are all human, and therefore we are all prone to making mistakes. Nobody is perfect. Knowing and recognizing our own faults allows us to give others the right to make their own mistakes. The source of that is Alan Hall's. We can seek to understand the hurt and traditions of the fathers that contributed to the person doing what they did. We can think of the many things we have done for which we need forgiveness. When we remember how much for which we need to be forgiven, it makes it much easier for us to show mercy to those who have hurt us. We can also give people the benefit of the doubt and assume they have good motives. Forgiving can also become easier when we remember a time when we were forgiven, focusing on how it made us feel. The source for this is Louisa Graves. According to People, teen Jordan Howe took his stepfather's gun to school and accidentally shot Addie Guzman Jesus' daughter, Lourdes, while showing the firearm to friends. In astonishment to the judge and the community, Guzman Jesus not only forgave the boy, but also asked for him to get a lighter sentence, telling reporters that she believes her daughter would have wanted it that way. Howe will only serve one year in a juvenile detention center and will visit local schools with Guzman Jesus to warn kids of the dangers of guns. Secret number five of forgiveness is we can move on with the next chapter in our lives. Our past histories are not here in our present realities. We shouldn't allow them to be here in our minds, muddying our present moments. Our lives are like plays with several acts. Some of the characters who enter have short roles to play, others much larger. Some are villains and others are good guys, but all of them are necessary. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the play. We can embrace them all and move on to the next act. 
Former South African leader Nelson Mandela was sentenced to prison in 1963 on charges of trying to sabotage the nation's government, which advocated a policy of apartheid that treated people of different races differently. Mandela advocated a democratic society in which all people would be treated equally. Mandela spent the next 27 years in prison, but after he was released in 1990, he forgave the people who had imprisoned him. Mandela later became South Africa's president and delivered speeches internationally in which he urged people to forgive each other because forgiveness is God's plan and therefore is always the right thing to do. Secret number six of forgiveness is we can become more like Jesus Christ by forgiving. Learning to forgive is part of our journey to become more like the Savior. When we hold on to anger and resentment, we lose the Spirit and the help of the Spirit to forgive, which we need. When we choose to forgive, we can receive the help of the Spirit to forgive. Sandra Walker, a mother of two, lost her husband in a car accident that also caused her to have a life-changing brain injury according to the Daily Mail. At the trial for the accident, in her court statement, Walker said she sympathized with the woman who crashed into them, who herself lost a child in the accident, and gave her a hug. Quote, I know she's going through as much pain as I am feeling. I wanted her to know that I forgive her for what she did. Walker, unquote. Walker told WSB-TV. Secret number seven of forgiveness, we can give it to God. Forgiveness is a gift we give ourselves by letting God carry the burden of judging and punishing. We don't have the wisdom or strength to do those things without hurting ourselves and others. The source for that was Sherry Call. Forgiveness is in part trusting that God will take care of things. Romans 12, 19 teaches, quote, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, unquote. In this scripture, Christ is asserting his role of judge and wanting us to trust his judgments, let go and move on. It's a tender mercy. He's asking us to trust his perfect understanding of the lives, abilities, and circumstances of all. I believe that as long as we have faith in Christ as a redeemer and as a judge, we don't need to stew over those who have wronged us. Christ will give them what they need and will give us what we need. He knows that better than us, and we can trust him. Once we've given it to God, it's not ours anymore. It's his, and we cannot hold on to it anymore. And the source for that is Amanda Abeldskoff. If we try to forgive, but the feelings of hurt and resentment come up in the future, we can go through this process again. If we need additional help, we can find that help through prayer, fasting, and sometimes professional counseling. I challenge each of us to pick someone today who we need to forgive and go through the appropriate steps to leave it alone, to forgive them, and to receive the liberating power of forgiveness in our lives. I am so grateful for the forgiveness I have received from my Heavenly Father, from my family, and from others, despite being so imperfect. I'm grateful for Jesus Christ's atonement that has made this possible. I'm grateful He is quick to forgive us when we sincerely repent. I know that as we repent and forgive, we will also be forgiven. If this episode of Entrepreneurs of Faith resonated with you, please subscribe for free to Monetization Nation so you can receive Entrepreneurs of Faith each Sunday. You can subscribe to the Monetization e-magazine at monetizationnation.com forward slash e-magazine. You can also subscribe to the Monetization Nation YouTube channel or podcast, and you can follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. 
To whom can we extend the gift of forgiveness today? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining us for this episode. I hope you have a fabulous day.